Welcome, comic book readers, to episode 34 of the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. If you're joining us on one of the live streams right now, thank you for participating with us. And if you're new, we are a book club for people who like to read comic books. Every week we'll take a different story arc or a standalone volume, which we'll read along together. And then we will meet by these live streams to have a discussion, share our thoughts, views and reviews, and see what we all think of the book. Of course, at the end, we'll ask you for yours as well, and we'll see where it all falls on the Nerd herd leaderboard if you want any more information there should be a link in the description of wherever you are right now so if you click on that you'll find out all the places that we are uh as a reminder uh we are reading this week uh dead of winter uh which is a four issue mini series uh that ties into a board game of the same name this was published by Arnie press in 2017 it was written by Kyle Starks. The art and colors were both done by Gabriel Gabo Batista, and the letters were by somebody or something called Crank. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. That was a bit easier to pronounce than last week, so I'm all right with that. Of course, folks, I am joined by three of the best darn zombie slayers in the business. And they are Phil from the YouTube channel, Phil's Nerdiverse. What's up? <laughs> we have Shane from the YouTube channel, Dawn of Comics. Hello. And we have Scott from the YouTube channel, Scott Shelf. Uh. <laughs> what the hell are you? Clearly, it's been a strange week for you, Wolf. <laughs> 100%, mate. Stressed out my head, man. Yeah, let's go. Uh, we all, we all good. We ready for this one to talk zombies? Yeah, yeah, yeah good man. Always, uh, always yeah, ready to talk. Hopefully, zombies. I made yeah. it through because my internet is a disaster. You do look like a very blurry man today, Phil. But it's okay. You're still handsome. Yeah, the internet is just. Uh, yeah, well, uh, it's the slash for words, man. All right, let's meet everybody that's joining us for uh, this episode. Uh, we have this month in movies saying good evening, nerd herders. Hope you are all well. We have Liam joining us. Ahoy, hoy, everyone. Uh, we have Triple G Comics saying hi to everybody. We have Comic Bound saying nerds. And we have... We've got uh, Stormcore Collectibles. Happy Wednesday, fellow nerds. Hashtag early squad. I think we were hashtag late squad today as well, weren't we? Uh, we have... Uh, it's just jumped down on me again. As it does every week. Um, who else do we have in here? Hold on. I've got to go all the way back up because all the comments have jumped all the way down on me. We've got McPuffin Muffin. Hi, you guys. Glad to have made it here in time. I love that name. Uh, we've got we've got SCC in here as well. He's joining us today. Uh, who else do we have? We have Adam and Caroline joining us, saying hey guys. Uh, scrolling down, we've got Firehawk here as well. Uh, we have Fuzzy Dunlop saying howdy doody. I like how everyone's got like their own greetings. Uh, we've got Beth joining us as well. Howdy Beth. Uh, Amy's joining us as well. Hello everyone. Loving the creepy background. Shane says Amy. Thank you. Uh, we have Jack Talks Comics joining us as well. Welcome to you, Jack. Uh, Jack's got a relatively uh, uh, new YouTube channel, and uh, Jack obviously talks comics. You can tell from his name. So well, well, <laughs> really? welcome to you, Jack. <laughs> uh, Daryl's here as well, saying hi, guys. Hi, welcome to you, Daryl. Uh, just checking 
we're getting down towards the end here. And hello to Scott's mum. Scott's mama. Hey, how you doing? Hope you're well. All right then, Scott, have I missed anyone? No. Thank God. I think that's the first week in about the last three weeks that I managed oh, wait. to catch him. The final, oh, the final comment of the book. Oh, Greg's just sneaked in there. We got my friend Greg, Knight of D&D, so I get to catch a stream again. What's up, troops? Oh, night off from D&D. Yeah, Greg's a big D&D fan as well, Scott, like yourself. Oh, great. Yeah. He probably understands the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, folks. That, that brings us to uh, Dead of Winter and the, uh, the discussion. So we usually start with a synopsis by the person who chose the book, and that's me this week. Um, so Dead of Winter, as I said in the introduction, there is a four-issue miniseries that ties into this board game right here. Uh, and is essentially follows a group of survivors, uh, which includes a fireman, a kind of uh, white trash MacGyver, uh, a lawyer, and and a, a hero extant dog, as they kind of try and survive uh, in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, so that's the game. That's the book. There you go. How to do? Excellent. Right then. Okay, uh, who's going to kiss off? Shane! You want to start us? Start with the art, as always. Um, I feel like the art was a little bit simple for everyone apart from the dog. Like, they, they, it seemed to be focused more on the dog. Like, the dog was really well done throughout the entire book. Everyone else was a little bit plain, very... Um, they reminded me kind of like stop-motion characters, where because it was so plain, the face. Are you thinking but, about um, Morph from Smart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought of. Yeah, that's what came into my mind. Yeah, with the the way the, yeah. the people were drawn. Yeah. Yes. I don't think that's unfair, Shay. I think the art in this, a word to describe it, would be simple, like very simple. Yeah. This is almost, uh, well, it is really, isn't it? It's a kind of grungy, cartoony style for those that haven't kind of read along this week. Um, yeah, Scott, how about you? When you make it, bit. It was. It was a decent read i think i think that's like yeah like that that was simple but there's nothing wrong with that being simple it's it was still nice and detailed where it needs to be like i think when i think of detail with this book i i always think of when the zombies will have like his face sliced off like from that direction and his head sliced off and that you kind of see the the skull and the brains behind that. That was the kind of detail we wanted, but in terms of, you know, the faces and stuff, not so much. But yeah, the the story was nice. It was like, um, yeah, yeah, it's about, you know, a zombie apocalypse and stuff. But I actually found, I found it slightly heartwarming, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm not the only one. No, I, I think that that's, that's fair. Um, just before we uh, get to, uh, to to see what Phil caught some of the art there, uh, let's check uh, the comments. Uh, Stormcore saying some of the zombies have decent detail, but totally agree with you on that, Shane, uh, about there being some lack of detail. SEC says the art reminded me of something you'd see on a webcomic. Yeah, I don't think that's unfair, yeah. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Adam and Carl come in. We thought the art was dire and got worse as it carried on. Um, Triple G Comics says, I found the art was very basic, but I got used to it as it went on. I, I, I agree with that as well. I think I just I adjusted to it, not not as extreme as like when we, you remember when we read Lock and Key and I said at first I was a bit 
about the art and then it kind of married together. I won't say this kind of married together, but I kind of got used to the feel of the art and the writing. I feel like um, they drew the dog first and then drew everything else to match. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Possible. Like his main character. Um, uh, Adam uh, from Comic Bound is saying, my thoughts echo Shane's on the art. They saved all the good stuff for the dog. Uh, the dog's getting a lot of love uh, here as well. Liam saying Sparky was the star of the show. He's 100% a good, good boy. <laughs> Bill, how about yourself, man? What are your first impressions, your first thoughts on the art? The art, to be fair, was very, very simple. There's no question. There's no denying it. It was a simple, but it's also a simple story. For being a zombie apocalypse, there was no kind of depth in the story to go with this amazing art either because it was essentially a, a, a mission for them to get supplies. So it was a simple story and it was simple art. What kind of perturbed me was that, does anyone remember the, the cartoon called Doug and Nickelodeon back in the day? <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it reminded me of Doug. Not the simple like we squiggly line for a nose, a few dots for the eyes. It just reminded me of Doug, <laughs> but not in a bad way. I I really enjoyed the story from start to finish, and and the art, albeit simple, it, it, it's a simple story. It's a simple book. I that made me laugh because I think that I can see that. There's some. I yes, think there's yeah. some truth in it. Sorry, Shay. I think I was just going to say like um, I got used. I did get used to the art. Um, I accepted the art for what it was, but every time as I was reading it, I did wish the art matched the story because I was enjoying the story a lot compared to the art. So I was wishing someone else was drawing it. Um, I just wish there was more, especially when zombies, you want to see a lot of detail in the zombies. You want to see the peeling flesh. They all just look the same. They just sort of had blisters and they were just beige and gray. They, there was no, there's nothing to differentiate between the zombies really mm. for me. Yeah, Greg uh, here is uh, thrown in, and he says that he read the first one when he when it first came out and thought it would have been better uh, better off as just as a novel. You know, for him, I I I kind of like it, but I I do agree with you, Shane. Uh, I think the art is going to be questionable for some folks. Uh, I think a lot of people in the comments have are kind of nailing already. It does have a bit of a web comic feel. I think you're you're right as well, Phil, that it does have that Doug kind of vibe to things as well. Um, but again, for me, it just kind of clicked. Uh, for me, I think this book just shows that like you don't always need like photorealistic artwork and stuff to make a silly B movie type comic that has a bit of heart behind it. Like you know, and again, the fact that it's a smaller publisher, I can kind of forgive that they're not going to have Alex Ross style art or something like that on a book. Do you, you know what I mean? So, no, but I, I, Omni Press do have some really good artists, though. So, it's, oh, yeah. You know, some of their books are drawn absolutely, they're stunning. So, there's no excuse really to see you. Go on. I, I think, I think the art, I think if, if, if it was more detailed, it would almost overcomplicate it. And then it just then we'd be talking here about how the story was simple and the art was fantastic and we're to kind of dog on the book. But the fact that like the art mm. was simple, I think if it was more detailed, I don't think I would have got the same out of the book. Like I, yeah. I, I took the book as a simple, fun story that I enjoyed from you know, it's not again, if you're gonna have this fantastic art and put all the money into that or put all the all the attention and the detail, then it needs to be on the story as well. And I just think the two go hand in hand. I'll be honest, when I, when, I, when I first read it, sorry Shane, when I first read it, 
I was disappointed that we didn't get some of this glorious artwork from the game. And um, I think SEC has just said it here. Maybe that, uh, they look simple to represent game pieces. But the actual game pieces, I've got a couple here. So there's the, I don't think you're going to see that too well, to be honest. But that's the kind of quality of, of uh, detail you get. The, the, art, the art on the game is really, really good. So when I first read it, I was a little bit disappointed that we, that we didn't get that. And uh, there you go. There's everyone's favorite. So yes, he is a playable character in the game. Like all of, all of these characters you read in the comic are playable. So yeah, I'm initially reading. I was disappointed we didn't get some of that lovely box art stuff. But again, like I don't know how expensive that would have been to replicate in a comic book. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> like yes, yeah, that's 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 about that. Uh, comic band here he's saying they actually did two things I like with the art one the dog and two the creepy cup guy uh, he had a definite vibe to him yeah I, we'll talk about the, the, the cup guy I think later on should we get to the pages yeah sure yes go yeah. ahead let's do it then uh, if I can find them where are they I don't know why but it's just like I've almost forgotten how to use StreamYard overnight like, I'm just clicking buttons here alright let's go with the first one that would be you Shane that would be mine. I mean, obviously, what, 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 why did I pick this? It's a dog with a samurai sword. Sorted. I'm done. That's it. Everyone <laughs> can go as home. He, yeah. <laughs> as soon as he comes to save them all, he just jumps off there with the samurai sword, and you're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. This dog has yeah. a samurai sword and a cape. I like, <laughs> I like how the justification every time is like, oh, he hates zombies. Yeah. <laughs> he hates zombies. It's, he just hates them. <laughs> Fantastic. Great page, yeah, I, I like yeah. I, it was it was very unexpected, like turning to that page and seeing just this dog jump from <laughs> glass with a sword in its mouth, pushing zombies off this ledge, slicing through zombies' heads while landing. And then he basically has his own little superhero landing in front of his friends. And that's great. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, I, I like uh, CC's comedy and he says this is the best part. Sparky went kill Bill on them. Yeah. <laughs> kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely i uh, i thought the art around the the part when they were in the mall as well was actually some of the better artwork on the book as well for me i loved i loved the pun bit more detail wasn't there yeah yeah sorry scott i said i loved the um the the, the puns of the shop names in the mall oh yeah there was um wasn't there knife and something? I can't knife remember what day. it was. Knife and day. And then his favourite uh, hideout was uh, liquor in the back. Liquor around the back. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is what I loved about this, really. It's just it's just completely silly, stupid fun. You know what I mean? Shane, is there any more on uh, your panel? Or anyone else? Anyone else got comments on it? No, no, it's great. Right then, let's move on to uh, Mr. Shelf. It was just brilliant. It was just like you know, but like I love this page. But the kind of lead up to this page, I think, was a bit too fast. Like you kind of you had the dog, you had Sparky by that door, and then like three panels later, he had ran away, got in this car, and then you see like this scree. 
and then you turn the page and you don't know who's in the car and it's just Sparky hanging his head out. Because I think the, the, the fantastic thing about seeing this page was the fact that it previous, I think it was in the issue before at the start of this issue, there was a flashback scene, wasn't it, saying like, like he can't drive with him. Like we've written in the script, make him drive. Make him drive. <laughs> he can't drive, and then and then you get this this totally unexpected thing. Like towards the end, and he's just driving to save the day to to beat the the crazy cop. And it's just it's just brilliant. And just I just love how happy and simple he looks in the car. <laughs> like, it's kind of like a look, Dad. I'm doing it. Um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I I like the comments here from Adam. Adam first said just a few minutes ago. They said honestly they did well to pull off the sword wielding dog, and then and then just just a bit further down, I think he he he, he said here honestly they did well to pull off the car wielding dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did build to it quite well as well because we saw the car was um, fitted for handicapable people, didn't we? Yeah. So we we oh, yeah. knew that there was something in the car so he's not just driving a regular car yeah they, they go some halfway to explaining why he can drive a car yeah. don't they, with that I, still I, yeah, doesn't make total I, sense to me i did love I um my favorite forest called it what was he called it this is the one where forest calls it something politically incorrect that we can't say in the show yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah <laughs> it, it, <laughs> He's a very uh, politically incorrect dude, though, isn't he? To be honest, like there's, and again, I, I we usually put it in there. Like I wouldn't say this is for kids. There's swearing in there. There's drug reference. There's political incorrectness. You know, and there's a dog chopping zombies up with a katana sword. So I don't think this is for children. To be honest, no, no, I think that's fair. Anyone else got any comments about the dog driving a car? That's great. <laughs> We should have so many. Comments. Where do I get one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just to break it up as well, I do have an image here as well for people. So if anyone wanted to see what the whole board game looks like, like laid out, that is the unboxed uh, board game there as well. Can I just ask a quick question, Dean? Does this book yeah. take place before, after, or during the game? It's during, and that's what I'll get into when we talk about the writing. Like a lot of the connections, like I think, seeing as like if you've never played the game, you might miss them. Uh, just a quick example before we move on with the art is like the scene where they go into the police station. I forget her name now. Is it the the lawyer that wears the yellow rain mac? Is it Claudia? Her name? Yeah, sounds right. Well, when she goes in on the reception desk, there's like a bunch of items laid out. There's like a megaphone, a walkie-talkie, gas cans. All of those are kind of resources within the board game. And yes. and when the MacGyver guy says like, uh, when he says like, oh, you up for going back out? He said, well, that's all we do. You know, yeah. Oh, I need medicine. Oh, I need gas. Like, and that is really the idea of the board game. You have to protect the colony whilst going out to locations and scavenging for medicine gas weapons things like that you know so there's a lot of little nods in there and stuff as well and um i, I you'll see another one as well when we, when we get to my page but before we uh i think oh is my page no, i've just queued these up in in the order that they came in see i picked that one just to again show you the how well they did the cross so i, I don't know whether you guys were wondering what all these symbols were like when they were hit, like I guess when you're reading it, you just go, okay, like that's a bullet hole or something and all that. But in the board game, if you take damage, uh, you get one of these tokens placed on your character. Oh, nice. So, and I think there was one part when you see uh, Forest, you know, the Santa walking off into the 
the the, the forest and he has like a frostbitten icon and stuff on him. So they even used the uh, the little emblems from the game as well. So I kind of chose that uh, just just to kind of again show you all the finer details of the tying for the game. Um, this page is really mean. Um, you're lucky there was another page in this because this page almost cost us our friendship, Dean. <laughs> if that dog had died in this book, I would have been I was so gutted. upset that you made me read yeah. this book. You are lucky there is another page after this. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I be honest? So, yes, I agree with Shane. I did not want Sparky to die. However, for a real kind of ending of a book, like a real emotional ending, I think maybe they should have kept him. No. Dead, you know, like a real sad moment. No. What? Oh, you got no heart, man. With the next I mean, page, when you see his life flashing in front of his eyes, and then you wanted him to die. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no that's that. That at this point, don't don't show me the flashback because that, that was sad. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, just just to catch up on the comments here as well. Like I think SEC is making a reference to it, the Claudia there. He's saying Claudia was the one whose tampons got all burnt. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely, and I think it was done really well as, as well. Do you know what I mean? Like the comedy in this, I thought was really on point. What's that picture as well that you shared, Shane, on Instagram, where he says, oh, "I hope you bought a packed lunch because this is going to be like an all day asphalt pit or something." Like that. <laughs> There's some great lines in this comic book. And then um, the cop, just, it's just panel after panel of the cop beating the crap out of him. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so I think we've got uh, we've got Liam here who, uh, who's suggesting I've never played the game, but I read it as though it was a game in progress. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that that's pretty fair. It does kind of read like that. Uh, any more on this panel? No, See, take it off the screen. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam is saying uh, this page onwards stirred emotions in me. I didn't expect this mini series to stir, says Liam. And uh, Carl is maybe correcting me here. She says her name is Carla, question mark. I think that was it. Carl's the one that died. Annalee. It's Annalee. is on the yellow. Okay. That's one of the yellow anorak. Should I just go back and read the whole thing again? Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, moving on to Phil's uh, page. Again, it's, it's just like, I mean, they're just simple, but I just wanted that one panel. The bit where he's shooting through the zombie's brain, and you can see the teeth and the the eyes popping about. Like I just thought that was hilarious, and um, even that character here—I forget his name at the minute—because um, obviously he had a had a bash in the head because the helmet was dented in. But he was obviously like he lost a few marbles, and he's just like, shouting words like "trespassers, trespassers." Yeah. He's just shouting silly words like incoherent sentences but i yeah, I, just... I like the character i like the character yeah. design of um officer nicely that was his name yeah nicely yeah. yeah but it's just that that brain exploding panel for me it was like I, I need to include that that's hilarious yeah and we got a triple e uh, triple g here saying the books uh got him interested in trying the game i would highly recommend it even if you didn't enjoy the comic book I'd still recommend you play the game because I would say out of all the board games I've played, that's in my top five of all time. It's so well made and the mechanics and the way that they all interact together. It's, it's, it's great. So don't let this comic book put you off. It's what I'm saying. Like if you didn't enjoy it, the game is still brilliant no matter what. Uh, and uh, there you go. Greg saying games, top bands and uh, Adam from comic band is saying uh, that was a great panel. 
And I can see you here because the comments keep joining down. We've got Chris with us from Off My Shells. How you doing, Chris? Welcome to you, mate. Um, there we go. Yeah, I love that as well. I thought about picking that one, Phil, with the bullet hole as well. But yeah. um, I thought I'll go with something that kind of like shows the connection of, of the uh, of, of the game. There we go, folks. That is an example of some of the artwork from the book um, and the what highlights that we liked. Um, yeah. So let us move on to uh, the writing. Phil? This, reading this book, I, I definitely chuckled out loud quite a few times. It was hilarious. Like, my favourite character, other than Sparky, because Sparky obviously stole the show, uh, Ruckus, the guy who's labelled White Trash in the first issue, he was just hilarious throughout. Yeah. I loved him. And, yeah, there's just... Again, it's not meant to be taken seriously. There's there's no kind of story about how they got into the zombie apocalypse. They had it all started. There's no story about their camp other than they went to the camp, we need supplies, let's go. So it was just a quite straightforward adventure out in the wild of of a zombie apocalypse. And uh, in terms of the writing style, it was hilarious. It was funny. And there were some quite heartwarming moments, especially with Sparky the dog. Um, but yeah, enjoyed it. Scott, great. Uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. Like you know, it was a nice story. I think if you was it when I read the first issue, like the at the start, you have that you know the 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 man and the two boys in the house, and they have to like you know they're surrounded by the zombies all the way through, and you and you think at the start of the book they're the main characters, and then and then you you know you're going through and then all of a sudden you kind of meet these other characters and then you follow them for the whole story and i was really confused for the whole thing like why have we been introduced to these three characters if nothing's happening to them but then it was nice to have it all segue in at the very end that the guy they saved was the vet who saved sparky at the end like and that that was nice um i did like how they kind of went full circle with that at yeah, the end as well yeah me too, it was unexpected um but yeah, like the the characters were great. Like, um, like I, like the the story definitely uh, precedes the art. But you know, but it was it was just great. It was just a nice story to read. I read it. I read it all in one go. Comedy was great, and it was emotional in the right parts, and it was great and, and nice and great and nice and great. I don't I don't think we've usually it's the other way around with what we read, isn't it? We've read so many books where we say, you know, the the art was great, but the story wasn't very good. And I think this is a kind of a bit of a flipped one, to be honest, where the story was definitely the strong point in this book. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can you can forgive the art when you're enjoying the story like this. Yeah. yeah. How about yourself, no Shane? Did you enjoy it? What did you like about the the I, Anything I, that stood out? I loved, I loved I love zombies. So I was I was in full gear for this. I was raving to go and I loved it. Um I loved the characters. Sparky, give me a dog with a samurai sword. <laughs> give me a dog with a samurai sword. End of sentence. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the characters. The fireman was great. Um the prison scene was great when they got there and they were in the interrogation room. Um, you know, she opens the door, she gets killed. It's it, it was just you you didn't feel like any of them were safe that's what i like about a survival book at no time throughout the book did i think they were all going to make it to the end and that's what i want yeah. in a zombie story i want that dread and that fear for the characters and you got it in this book they were killing them off left right and center and shooting them and beating them and yeah it was great i loved it 
I'm glad that came through because that is really the premise of, of the of the um, the board game. Because on the um, the kind of sales pitch for it, I think it says something like, you know, fear the zombies, fear the cold, fear fear each other. You know, so the whole thing about that game is you have this kind of increasing load of pressure piled on you to the point where you don't feel safe within the game from anyone playing or anything in the game. Uh, and that intensifies as it goes on. And I kind of like that we got some of that in the comic book, that that was moved over and translated into that. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I haven't played the game, but yeah. We'll have to arrange a day where we can all have a, have a game. And we'll, we'll do it online. How do you Sean there as well, the noob? I think after after what you've said about the, the board game, uh, Dean, it's like it seems like they've kind of integrated some aspects of the game really like seamlessly because you know like I think I think it shows because I've read it and I haven't noticed you know this is something that's been wedged in or it doesn't feel you know, seem to sit quite right. So yeah, I think I think they've done well with how they've just you know added aspects of the game to the book. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know whether that would be a good thing or a bad thing. So that's where it's been really interesting to hear what you guys think. Because having not played the game, I didn't know whether you guys would be like, oh, well, that bit didn't fit. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand why that was like that. So yeah, I think maybe that is a testament to how yeah. how good that that writing is. Really, that they yeah. like you just said, seamless probably I is the word. I, I don't think it hinders readers who haven't played the game but it adds nice bonuses for people who have played the game yeah i think that's fair yeah totally i think that's fair uh stormcore collectibles is saying is it wrong i wanted more people to die yes that is for your therapist to decide my friend <laughs> um <laughs> and uh adam comic band here he's saying uh uh, as it, I think this is replying to Stalker, uh, as as long as one of those people wasn't Sparky, yeah, Phil. Sparky is isn't a, people. Sparky is the people, so we're all good. Sparky <laughs> is people, man. Don't you? Hashtag this Sparky is, is people. <laughs> this is and, also uh, the. Oh, was Phil froze? Yeah, Phil froze it. Oh, he's back. Phil, yeah, you're kind of juddering. Uh, Chris from Off My Shows is saying, the bloodlust here tonight. Phil wants dogs to die. Uh, Shane wants characters killed all over the place. And one <laughs> zombie comic has infected the herd. <laughs> and uh, SCC says, I thought they'd all die, but the dog would uh, be a lone survivor. Oh, that would be just as sad as him dying be, yeah. if he was just mm. wandering in the snow by himself. No, that's mean. <laughs> yeah, because you you do. I, I like that bit as well, even though it was like super hammy and super cheesy, the bit where you get to see the flashback of like Sparky's life and these different owners that he's had and stuff like. I really like that. You know, that got you right here, didn't it? A little bit. Yeah, right in the feels, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And when he kept getting the flashback to his own life, you can't save me, Sparky, run, run. And it's yeah. like, oh, and he, and he was, he was like repeating history, but he was actually saving the people this time because he couldn't yeah. save his original owner. And you're just like, oh my God, this dog has got more character than every other character in this book combined. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, did that bad ass question on that thing. Yeah, go on, Phil. It's just like, so that scene where the, the, 
the executive producer for the the record or the film or whatever it was, he's the one who bit Sparky's dad. So is he like did he start the whole thing somehow? Is it is it down to him because he was normal like human being one day, and then this flashback where Sparky, you know, seen this and he was getting bit on the neck. So see, patience. I'll be honest with you, I didn't get anything from that book that said yes or no, but if you're asking me like from the board game, the yeah. no, there's nothing in there that tells you you don't know why it started. You're literally thrown in as, you know, uh, you've got your character who you're playing and you're thrown in in the middle of you are there to kind of manage this colony and guide this colony as, as the game goes on, you know, amongst yourselves. Uh, and the fun thing in the board game there as well is, is if you're playing with like four or more people, one of you is actually against everybody else. There's like a secret cards that you have. And one of you is like out for your own ends. So, and if you do catch that person, you can like vote to kick them out of the colony. And then they have to go and like move into the, the grocery store or the police station or something. <laughs> and they're on their own, you know, it's, it's good fun like in that context of things. But yeah, there's nothing in there that suggests that any, like grand, like any patient zero. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like it that sounds... I like the. I like Sorry, the man, vagueness sometimes. I just I like the vagueness sometimes. Sometimes the explanation can be a bit too cheesy or lame. I like yeah. you can just go over it in your head, and that can be what caused it. And it's going to be better than anything they can write down, isn't it? Your own imagination. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I I don't think that's unfair at all. And Adam is pulling people up here and he says, more character than every character. He's referring to Sparky, yet you say he isn't people. <laughs> he's people Fine. in my eyes, man. He's a very good boy. He's a very good boy. SEC's calling for, we need a sequel, Sparky going on a road trip in his handicapped car looking for Wells. I agree, man. But, Handicapable. Oh, I, I, I actually, I actually, I actually would love to see a, a sequel to this. I really would, for me personally. I, I, I would. I would. Yeah. Read, I would read for all the characters, actually, not just Sparky, because I like, really? I like the fireman. I like the white trash guy. I like the cop with the concussion or brain damage. Yeah, I'd read all of them. I will say all of those characters that you read in this are very accurate to the characters that you play in the game as well, and there are loads of them in the game like everybody that you read in that comic is a character that you can play except for officer nicely he's not oh i was gonna ask he's not in the game at all not even as a villain no no he's he's uh, not in the game no yeah oh so he's just for the but that's oh because he like comes to the camp and everything so i thought it was a tie into the game like where he comes that you lead him back to the camp and then you all have to gang up on him oh so no. it's just made for the book yeah, I think so. I think they they've kind of uh, uh put him in there for the for the comic book, which again I kind of like having played the game. It's nice to get something new in the book as well. But I see what you mean. It would be awesome to have yeah. this extra threat running around as well on 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 the game. Um, he was so dangerous. I mean, he got hit by a car and then just shook it off. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a car. It's just a little car driven by a dog. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Didn't hurt. I've got I, 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 I like the fact that there was some thought put into Officer nicely there as well. I think we've people have mentioned it in the comments there as well about the, the dent in the helmet. So you could see that this guy had suffered some sort of kind of major trauma. And like Scott said, he was, this guy was just shouting words like at points, wasn't he? Like thieves, trespassers, like, you know, like he was, was this guy was gone. 
was anyone else really worried for like white trash macgyver when he did take him away i thought he was going to put him in the cells with the zombies he got really lucky that he put him in a cell on his own because he just had cells upon cells of zombies that he could have just thrown him in yeah, I, I I totally agree. But it, it was a weird one though, wasn't it? Because at the same time, like him breaking the law by doing what he was doing, he was somehow believing that he was like upholding the law at the same time, which just goes to show how, how kind of far gone that guy was, in my opinion. That's the thing. The only words he remembered off by heart was reading the Miranda rights. He read that word for word. That's the only thing really he said, other than just shouting random words. But he only read... Rights. But he only read them after he was like reminded of them by the yeah, lawyer yeah. earlier on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did want to see the helmet taken off, and I wanted to see the big caved-in skull underneath. I thought that would been it would have been quite interesting to see that that he was wearing that when the damage occurred, and it was actually he had a big chunk or a big dent in his head. Oh, like they knock off his helmet or something, can you get to see what was? Yeah, like yeah. brain exposed or something, like where there's a massive hole in his skull. I honestly thought he was going to turn to be like the, the hero because, like, you know, once they seen his name as nicely, and then maybe he was a wee bit misunderstood, but he became the hero and saved him off from the zombies, like, like redeemed himself or something. But no, no. he's misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it though because when she walked past his name, she was like, oh, she's like, oh, Officer Friendly is actually called Officer Nicely. Like, just the snarkiness of her. <laughs> oh, that was quite cool. It, the, the writing was great. You can't fault the writing. It was super fun. I, and I have to say, for me, I think I probably, I, so far, again, and in context to just what we've read uh, here for the book club, um, I think this is probably one of the most humorous books that, we, that we've read for me, at least. Again, I know humor is an individual thing, but I found this quite funny. Probably more for so me, than the other books. This, this is the, 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 the most, the, the book I've laughed at most since. Dave, like in terms of like we've read a lot of serious stuff, but Dave was yeah. hilarious, and this is up there with Dave for me. Nice. Yeah, I think it's nice, isn't it, when you just get something. And again, running parallel to Dave, I think I had the same vibe with Dave that it was one of those like didn't take itself too seriously, like it wasn't trying to be like you know the next Watchman or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like this was just kind of like four issues. With the characters from this game, a little extra for some of the fans and stuff and everything. So, and I think that's refreshing sometimes, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do yeah. want more. We need to start really? a hashtag. <laughs> wow! I, 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 want, I want more. Well, I know, yeah. I know, uh, I know. Gabriel uh, Batista, uh, Gabo, the guy that does the 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 art and the uh, the colors. Like, I know he's on Instagram um, because I follow him and stuff. So, yeah, we can bombard him with. Uh, yeah, when you, restore when you the Sparkyverse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's make that a hashtag, restore the Sparkyverse. Everyone, go. Everyone, do it now. <laughs> go for it. Tag him in. Gabriel Batista. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I am quite surprised uh, that you guys like seem to like this as much as you do. I genuinely thought, um, you know, some of you may not really get on board with this. Um, because I, I think a bit of love for it for me comes from uh, playing that game. So I was uh, maybe these guys are just going to be like, don't get it, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's nice to see that you uh, you found the humour and stuff in it as well. What did you hate yeah. about it? Let's let's touch on you know we've done a lot of like gushing over it. You know what what were the bad points? Let's just touch on that. Anything for me, 
the worst is the art. From I, I yeah. can't see anything worse than the art. I'm not. I'm the artist in that. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mine's kind of a positive and a negative because as much as I do love Sparky, um, he's the only one that got any backstory. Everyone else was just kind of they just told you who they were and what they were. But we saw Sparky every issue. We got a flashback for Sparky. We got some story for Sparky. Which isn't a bad thing for Sparky, but for everyone else, it's I. Yeah, you just want a bit more. I know it's only four issues, but I would have liked to have seen, you know, the fireman saving someone, um, the redneck doing something, you know, during the beginning of the outbreak, something like that. It sounds to me like you really bought into the characters of this, then, like the characterization oh. in the rain. Yeah, I fell. I fell in love with the whole world. I, I want more of it. I want to read more. You'd go, you're going to love it. You, you will love that. <laughs> you really will. Anybody, mean, else have, anybody else have any negative points? No, I mean, like, the, the, the pace maybe was a bit, like, it was a four-issue book, so I guess they had to make it quite quick, but, yeah. like, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It was just, yeah. I, maybe... No, I think I think, I think the pacing was really good. Yeah, it was it did well. It did well for yeah, four I think, issues. I think everything made sense. Like the, they went from part point A to point B to point C. It all made sense. It flowed. That it wasn't like oh, and now you're you've you've fast tracked to this place. You know, you've jumped to this place. Everywhere they went, it was beat for beat and step for step. It made really really good sense for them to yeah. go. Yeah, you know, yeah. the store, the I... station, the mall. It all made sense. I'll agree with that, um, you know, and, and given some books that we have read where we have felt like it's lost a bit of coherency as it's gone through, and the fact that this is four issues, I, I kind of felt like it was coherent. I can see what you mean about the pacing, but with four issues, you kind of yeah. like, is it a factor or isn't it? Like, I, I get it. But, um, yeah, I, I, ne I never felt there, there wasn't anything in this where I felt like, hang on, this has lost me. Like I don't understand. Like everything was cool on that front. I think. Yeah. I would have definitely loved two more issues. You know, just to keep it going a little bit more. You know, just. <laughs> Do you know what we never say that? More. We never say that on this podcast. We never say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I wanted to. We usually we're going, "Yeah, this is two two issues too long." <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's just catch up with the comments uh, here as well. Stonecore Collectible says it reminds me of a nice. Uh, TV show that you don't think you'd like and then you discover you're 29 episodes in eating ice cream out of the tub in your PJs. <laughs> <laughs> We've and all so, got one of those shows. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Carl is saying the worst was the tampon joke. Carl, not a fan of no, the, uh, of the no. tampon joke. No, that was great. When she said he burned my tampons and she's like, I'm going to get my vengeance. And then he's like, what are you going to do? Burn his tampons? Is that Come on, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Liam, Liam is asking, do the board game, uh, does the board game offer backstories uh, for the characters? It does like each, I wish I'd have pulled out the cards for you. Each character has a character card that has all of their statistics and stuff on there. Um, you know, because some obviously have more strength, some are obviously more intelligent. Um, and it has a little write up of who they are, what their job role was before the apocalypse. Um, and yeah, it does give you a little bit of spiel. It's a highly detailed game. You know, it, it, if you like characters, you will love that. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, oh, sorry, Triple G, we've given you FOMO. We, we, we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's ordered it right now. You won't be sorry if you enjoy board games and you like um, 
ones that you're going to get into for a couple of hours. Like you're not going to play this in 10 minutes, you're done. Like there's three settings to it. So easy is probably an hour. Medium, you get into like two, three hours. And then there's longer, like maybe four or five hours on, on a harder setting. So there's something there for everyone. There's a lot of people interested in the game, and we should have we should have set something up, being like, if you buy the game and use the code NerdHerd, <laughs> you get ten percent off. Definitely. Uh, Adam here is saying uh, it was very simple and straightforward, but I feel like that's exactly what they were going for, and it worked. Yeah, I think this is one of those things. Yeah. Maybe they aimed to just have that simple telling of the story. Oh, we've lost Phil. <gasps> Zombies got him. <laughs> yeah I, and I, I don't think that, i guess what i'm saying is i don't think they overreached with this no. i think they just kept it nice and chill for what it is and they didn't try and do anything like above its station i think it stayed in its lane i think that would be the word for it wouldn't it yeah. purposefully pers- purposefully simple yeah 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 Okay, so yeah, it looks like there's a lot of fans as well. A lot of people kind of like would like to play the board game. So, you know, when lockdown eases, folks, everyone round mine. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll all play. Um, and SEC saying this opens a possibility for board game comics now. I want a Monopoly versus Operation Limited series. <laughs> All right, then. So I was going to say, let's do final thoughts and scores, but we're missing Phil. So shall we just go round and hope Phil logs back in? If not, he's just going to have to. If you can't get back in because of his internet, he's just going to have to message us his um, score. I'm, yeah, I'm he, he, has, he has messaged a score. He has. All right. Yeah. He has. Um, we'll do that last, shall we? Okay. Yeah, all right. Where, where, where did he message? Um, on, on, the, on the WhatsApp group. Oh, okay. I can't see, can I? Because I'm, I'm. No, you're on your phone. Boom. <laughs> All right, so let's start. Let, let's go around and do final thoughts and scores then. Shane, you want to start us off then? Oh, this feels weird. I'm in the wrong spot. I'll be I'll be Phil. <laughs> I'll score for Phil. <laughs> no, I love this. Um, yeah, I, I can look past the art. I really didn't enjoy the art for me personally. Um, the characters were far too simple. And I don't know if it's like a personal, if it's a brain thing, but when they're that simple, I tend not to care for them as much because they're less humanised in my head. But because they were caring for Sparky and Sparky was looking after them, I cared for them in this book, no matter what they look like. They could have been stick men, and if Sparky was protecting them, I would have been down for that. I love zombies, so any zombie book I'm just down to read, no matter what. I mean, we read Zombie Christmas Carol, so, you know. (laughs) But I absolutely love this. I want more. I need more. Hashtag restore the Sparkyverse. This is an 8 out of 10. It loses the points for the art, but it gets an 8 for the story, characters, and zombies. Wow. You know what? I'm surprised there. I knew, uh, I think out of everyone, I thought you would probably have more of an issue because I know you're a face guy, aren't you? You like those faces? And I will say, like, they are really inconsistent in this, aren't they? You know what I mean? To the point where some of them, you do go, oh, yeah, that's not very good at all, really. You know what I mean? You know, so I thought... (laughs) So I'm really surprised by your score there, me. But there we go. Uh, it's yeah. an eight. And you know the drill, folks. If you've read along one to ten from yourselves, if you drop that in the chat, I'll make sure I personally pick up your scores and we'll get an average on what everybody thinks uh, at the end as well. I do believe is Phil back. Do we have Phil in the house? Let's see. 
Is well, he's team? lost his spot. I'm staying here now, Phil. <laughs> yeah, so you stay there. Phil, you've lost, you've lost your spot now. <laughs> can, can you hear me? Right. Can you hear me okay? Sorry, yeah, we can, yep. hear, we can hear you, buddy. Okay, Scott, over to you. Uh, the story was great. Like I said earlier, it was, it was, it was heartwarming and just... Uh, even though it was a zombie apocalypse story, it was nice and just heartwarming. You know what I mean? But it was it was great. All the action was cool as well. You know, like we've said all the way through as well, the art was okay, but not in a in a bad way. It didn't it didn't ruin the book. You know, it didn't like stop anyone from reading the book. But yeah, it was it wasn't you know like you said earlier, it wasn't Alex Ross style art, but it was it worked with the book and it was good. Um, I loved the the visual and the written comedy throughout the book. Um, it it really does take a lot for me to to laugh reading a comic. So this was and this actually did make me laugh. So that's got to be a plus for me. Um, I loved how the the game integrated well with the book, and I also liked how the fact that the the officer nicely isn't part of the game. But he integrated so well with the game characters and the aspects of the universe and stuff like that as well. And that was awesome. And my final point: um, Sparky was the goodest boy. Uh, so uh, I, overall, uh, it's going to be a seven for me. It's a seven for Scott. There we go. Then Phil, do you have enough power? An internet capability to deliver your final thoughts and scores. I must be feeding off Scott's internet because it is it is pretty sketchy here. Um, to be honest, I'm going to limit my score because it is a simple story, simple art, but enjoyable. It's nothing like we've read before. In terms of like what was put into it, I just think the creators had fun with it as opposed to trying to create this big uh, world-building kind of thing. Um Essentially, it was just an adventure or a mission to pick up some supplies. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I chuckled out loads of times. Sparky is... Like, I want Sparky from myself. Um, he is a superhero. He's now my fourth favourite superhero behind Venom and Spider-Man. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a 6.5 because I really enjoyed it. Okay. It's a 6.5 from the money. There, I can see we've got the scores rolling in there as well. So... I've got all of those so far. Um, uh, should we go through? Let's go through what people have said. Let's catch those and then, then give people a chance. They, if they haven't put their scores in, they can do that now. Uh, so just scrolling to the top, we've got Triple G uh, Comics. It's a seven from him. Uh, SCC says, uh, for me, it's in the middle for being short and the art so 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 it's a five from him uh we've got caroline here says it's a one out of ten for sparky did not enjoy uh and we've got liam here he says it's a solid seven for me it's a nice little tie into a board game and it's a very fun read definitely want more says liam uh tom goes in the middle as well five out of ten just for sparky he says <laughs> uh and we've got Stormcore collectibles i'm a huge zombie genre fan and I'd happily read more of this overall. A very jolly read without being over the top from a setting, a POV. It's a big eight out of ten for him. Uh, hashtag Sparky is people. Says. <laughs> Adam at Comic Band here says, uh, I'm a bit surprised myself, but I think I want to give this an eight out of ten. Sparky, of course, gets an 11 out of ten. 
Good boy. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, that's the, all the, the scores there. Uh, if you haven't uh, thrown your score in, check it in, and we'll catch it after we've done mine. Um, it's no secret. I, I, I love this. Um, being a fan of the board game, um, uh, and I was first, let, let me kind of point out, I had no idea there was a comic book that went along with this, and I think I was just browsing one day on eBay, and I was all like, what the hell? There's a comic book for this. So I just picked it up just because I was a fan of the game and I wasn't disappointed. I think, like I said, I originally think I wanted some of the same artwork because um, I do think this is one of those where you look at the covers and you maybe think you're going to get something different than what you got. You know what I mean? But once you start reading and that writing kicks in, I think all is forgiven and you're kind of like, all right, I'm on board now. Like, I'm invested in these characters. I think like you said, Shane, the characterization in this is the hook for this. Like you start to care about all of those people. And, um, and again, all those little nods to the board game, you know, the little symbols that they use that are replicated in the game, the items that they use that they have lying around, the characters, even the locations that they mention in the beginning of the the story when they're talking about going out and scavenging and they're like, Oh yeah, there's a police station over here. Oh yeah. There's a, those are the locations in the game that you can go out to scavenge to. So there's all those little things that tied it in and, and kind of just married it up nicely. So for me, and the fact that it's zombies in a comic book, like you can't go wrong, I, I, but I'm going to kind of agree with Phil a little bit that this wasn't hugely massive. So I'm not going to go too crazy, even though I do love this, but you know, this is a very simple story, very simple artwork, uh, and it's beautiful for that. So I, I feel like it deserves a simple score. Like I'm not going to even give it something like overreaching. Uh, so for me, I'm going to give it a seven. For me, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, man. Let's let me just see. I think I've got everybody in here as well. Say her a quick hello to uh, Comic Magnesians. How you doing, mate? Uh, all right, so let's find out where it all falls. Uh, those participating and who have read along with us this week, they have given this an average of 5.9 for Dead of Winter. All right. Us on the screen here, we've got a bit of disparis, uh, uh, disparity between uh, the two of us this week. We've given it a 7.1. Ooh, nice. Nice, okay. Yeah. Happy with that. Yeah, so let's yep. see then where it falls on the Nerd Herd leaderboard. Let me just call up the board there. So this falls at 7.1. This is <laughs> no way. joint 11th place with the God Butcher. <laughs> no, but say, but say what it's above. I don't want to because it's going to upset Phil. Like he's already had a terrible time with his connection. I don't really want to upset him anymore. Don't, don't kick him when I'm dying, please. Uh, sorry, sorry, Phil. <laughs> sorry, Phil. I, I, there's probably many people that would seriously disagree with that, but you know what? That's the fun of having the leaderboard, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so there you go. It's a seven point one uh, for Dead of Winter. I'll be honest. Again, I'm going to repeat myself, and I am really surprised uh, that uh, people seem to enjoy that as much as I did. I was. I thought, oh, this is going to be one that maybe people are a bit. Meh, why have you picked this? So I'm really pleased that you guys actually found a little bit of joy in it as well. And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll all go and play the game. And I will say as well, uh, just as a bit of information, if you've got Steam, uh, they've got it on the tabletop 
thing that they have on there. I'm old. I don't know what this stuff is. Yeah, you know. But they do have it on there as well. So if you want to play it online, you can. There's a version on there as well. So there you go. That is episode 34. I nearly forgot, so I had to think about that for a second. Uh, Dead of winter. That's what we made of it. Uh, Let's close it out then and uh, go around and let people know what we've got going on this week. So, Shane, over to you, mate. I just have um, a What's in the Box tomorrow where I go through my storage, grab a box and show you what's inside and write down what's inside because I don't even know half the time. <laughs> I get quite excited when you, when when he's like, yeah, he's got a new box. What's in there? Like... <laughs> so do when, I because I've forgotten half my stuff. <laughs> when, when, when's that out? Do we know what day? Uh, tomorrow, every Thursday. Tomorrow. Okay, there you go, folks. What's in the box from Shane tomorrow over at Daughter Comics? Now, Scott, I know you've got a list of stuff you're going to reel off right now. Aren't you? You're going to be a, you're going to be a busy boy this week. Go for it, mate. Uh, so uh, we've got the Comic Airwaves Best Bits uh, that producer Liam has gone and uh, made fantastically and everything is there and uh yeah we're really looking forward to that um i'll be in the chat on the uh, when that premieres so um so i'll be involved for that and you can all laugh at me and phil as we've done some stupid stuff in four whole episodes uh and on uh sunday um amy and i will be doing the uh charity auction again for uh this time it'll be for cancer research uk so if you want to buy some comics and give some money to a good cause come and join in so yeah on saturday it will be at eight or, or seven <laughs> and the, and the auction will also be at eight or seven i can't remember what times but yeah just just go it's all it's all on my youtube page just check it out there there you go folks uh, do you know how many books you've got for the auction i don't i've got so many i have to split them up I, it's gonna be minimum 20 Right, minimum of 20 then. 20 or more, let's say yeah. then, folks. Uh, anything else, Scott? All good, mate. Bill? If my internet permits me, so um, <laughs> I, I'm going to drop another vlog episode on my channel. At no specific day or time. That's hopefully coming. And I've also recorded three or four new kind of features I'm doing. I'm doing like an like independent comic book spotlight series so oh, nice. um hopefully i'll drop one of them this weekend again if if, if the gods will it if the internet lords approve yeah there we go then um as for me uh i will let you know what we're reading next week uh because shane hasn't waved at me so um no i didn't <laughs> think usually, i needed to this week <laughs> you usually wave at me no, but I'm worried now that you don't, because if I do forget one week, I'm going to be lying on you to wait when you won't wait. <laughs> All right, folks, next week we're back in the Marvel camp and we are reading Scott's Choice. What are we reading, Scott? Planet Hulk, baby. There you go. Planet Hulk from Marvel in 2006. And what we've done for you all as well, uh, we've put in the issues uh, in the description. Oh, I've got some feedback from someone. As 
I was saying, we'll put in the description the issues that you will need to read along with us every week as well. So whether that's what issues are contained in that volume or where you can find that particular story arc, it will be in the description as well. So you, And, and that, that's nothing to do with Stormcore collectibles reading yeah. the wrong Witchblade the other week. Nothing <laughs> at all whatsoever to do with that. But we have included that in there for everybody because it does make sense that we put that in. Shall we say what issues it is now? No, because that means I've got to go look at it. People can go look at it if they want. It's there. I've loaded it on, so I don't have to tell people. It's 92 to 105. The there you Incredible go, Hulk. folks. 92 to 105 of The Incredible Hulk. So that's what we're reading next week. Uh, so let's close this out. We're past the mark now already. Uh, so I want to do a few shout-outs. Uh, you saw him in here earlier. Uh, I'm going to drop a link to uh, Young Jack over at Jack Talks Comics. So, you know, uh, go over and give him a, a hello and a welcome to the community. Um, he was in here earlier. I'm not sure if he's still about, uh, but that is the link to his channel. Uh, also, I'm not sure whether people will be aware. So we're going to drop the link here again as well, uh, that the Retro Cave Comics is now known as Nerd Burger. So just in case that was confusing, yeah, we've put that link in there for Lee's uh, channel over at Nerd Burger formerly Retro Cave Comics. And uh, the last uh, shout out we will end on, uh, for those who watch along uh, every week, um, read along with us, you'll remember that we did an episode where we were uh, on Canto and we were joined by uh, David Bua as well. And he's recently working on a new comic book for Dark Horse uh, called uh, Killer Queens. Um, so you can find that over there as well if you want to go find out more about uh david boo's new uh, new comic book because uh, i know there's a lot of fans of canto floating about there we go folks we are done so that means we will see you next week hopefully you'll come and read along with us and join the discussion about planet hulk uh scott or phil or everyone let's do an everyone we've not done an everyone what are we going to do everyone no idea Get, Get, it waves out. Out. Get it waves out. Get it waves out.